0: an audio exploration of climbing World Cups from previous years and previous eras. I'm your host, John Bergman. I'm glad you're here. Let's talk some comp climbing. everybody thanks for tuning in to past podiums we're at the 5th stop on the IFSC's bouldering circuit for the year 2013 specifically for this episode we're coming to you from Innsbruck Austria May 18th 2013 is the date for this final round and i'm i'm sitting here at my desk i'm looking at i've got this big stack of notes there's so much to talk about because this ends up being a really epic offering and a pretty historically significant final round. So with all that being said, I'll cut the prologue short and we will just get right into the event itself. The broadcast or the live stream of this final round begins with Daniel Finn, our intrepid commentator this season. It looks like he's standing there in a cage, some sort of cage, but he's actually in front of a chain link fence. He's got the cityscape of Austria behind him and he really starts to to promote or to sell Austria and Innsbruck more specifically as being tied to athletic heritage. He talks about how Innsbruck has hosted some winter olympics in the 60s and the 70s. He talks about how Innsbruck also hosted some winter paralympics in the 1980s and some winter youth olympics as well. And then he also ties it to mountaineering heritage and he says that 62% of Austria is covered by the Alps. To really sell it all, he says, quote, will anyone be able to stop this nation whose very essence is based on conquering mountains, a people used to life on top? Or will we see the home team laying claim to yet another peak at the top of our podium? So Daniel Finn very much framing this event as the Austrian competitors versus everyone else. We cut then to a shot of a jam-packed crowd. People are standing shoulder to shoulder in the venue for this competition. It's an outside venue, open-air venue, in what looks to be a, a city square. The crowd is kind of canopied by a tent roof, and it just looks like a really, f- a really fun happening. And we get then competitor Chris Webb Parsons slips into the booth. He joins... Daniel Finn on commentary. Chris Webb Parsons of Australia was a competitor during this time period. So it looks like it's going to be the two of them doing the the play-by-play for this round. The finalists then come out and stand in front of this big crowd. They get presented to everyone, and the local MC starts asking the finalists questions. He starts basically interviewing them up there, which... I'm sure he means well in doing that, but I couldn't help but wonder as I was watching this whether or not it was a little disconcerting to the finalists because I'm sure that they want to focus wholly on the event itself and the task at hand about to be put through the ringer with with a a batch of boulders, and yet here they are having to probably answer some quippy questions and and just kind of do an interview. So (laughs) it's it's something that... um, Fortunately, it's, it's not something that ends up happening at every event. But nonetheless, our finalists are, for the men, the six of them, Jan Hoyer of Germany, Dmitry Sharaputinov of Russia, Guillaume Gigi-Glermande of France, Killian Fischuber of Austria, Jörg Verhoeven of the Netherlands, and Sean McCall of Canada. Your six women finalists, there are three from Team Japan, Akio Noguchi, Momoka Oda and Aya Annaway. So half of the women's field is are is uh, Team Japan. Also Melissa Leneve of France, Julie Verm of Germany and Anastor of Austria of course going for five golds in a row for this 2013 season here in Innsbruck. We will see if she can do it. Time will tell. We then get a brief cutaway to a pre-recorded segment with some sound bites from a few climbers. Anna Storr is sitting on the mats at her local gym, her local training space, and Alex Puccio is sitting next to her, and Killian Fischuber comes and joins the conversation a little bit. They answer a few questions. It's a nice little segment. The only unfortunate thing is at the end of it, the audio kind of really goes out of whack. But there is a, a neat little nugget. If you're really quick, you can spot a climber on. Momentarily in the frame, wearing a Climate holds shirt, which is a nice little throwback. That brand Climate C L I M B I T dates back to the to the early 90s. There. So then it cuts back to the the tent venue, and we're we're at the live stream again. We get some nice symphonic music from a DJ to set the tone, and then we're underway. Jan Hoyer and Akio Noguchi get things rolling here's what the boulders look like. So Men's One is a big launch to a one-handed catch. And Jan Hoyer actually gives us a pretty de- textbook demonstration of the beta. He nails the dyno and tops the thing in, in a matter of seconds. And Daniel Finn says, oh, he's a beast. And the, the Chris Webb Parsons then on commentary, he starts to kind of worry that maybe this boulder is just a, a one-move boulder with that dyno being the only real challenging sequence, and it proves to be pretty prescient from Chris Webb Parsons because every other man that comes out after Jan Hoyer ends up flashing this boulder as well. Uh, Women's One is a big launch to a pair of slopers on an overhang, and then the competitors kind of work their way over the lip section of the overhang, and and there's a couple shouldering moves to the top. Most of the women end up topping this thing, but Julie Verm takes a an early lead by the narrowest of margins over Anna Store. Julie Verm ends up flashing this boulder, whereas it takes Anna Store two attempts. So that is definitely the duo to watch for the remainder of this competition, Julie Verm and Anna Store. There's another neat standout instance when Melissa Laneve, she. When Melissa Laneve climbs it, she falls at one point on the upper sections, but incredibly, she manages to hang on the wall by just one hand. And as she ascends, as she hangs there, her four minutes expires, but she's still allowed to continue climbing, of course, because we are in the four-plus era. So she's allowed to keep climbing until she falls So she she hangs on, and the crowd just is absolutely rabid. It's such a great audience, even this early in the round. They're really adding so much to this event. Melissa ends up pulling back onto the wall to kind of secure herself. And she does continue up to the top. She tops it. She waves from the top hold. She really kind of plays to the crowd a little bit. It's, uh, It's definitely an early highlight. On to the next boulders. Men's 2 has, it's an arete on one side and some pinchy volumes on the other side. Every man comes out and tops this boulder as well. Jan Hoyer takes two attempts and the other, all the other men end up flashing it. So Chris Webb Parsons on commentary reiterates that he thinks that the route setting so far in this round has been way too easy. It's pretty hard to argue with that with, with having seen so many flashes, Women's 2 ends up being a slab over some pretty round footholds. Julie Verm comes out and flashes it again. And once again, it takes Anastore a couple attempts to reach the top of it. Everyone else eventually tops it as well. But at this point, after the, the opening batch of boulders, Julie Verm is just looking flawless with those two flashes. Anastore is close by her in second place, but. It's clear that Anna's going to have to do something if she's going to catch and surpass Julie Verm in the latter part of the round. Akio Noguchi and Melissa Lineve are, are also in the hunt as well. For the men's division, it's practically gridlock with all six men having topped everything so far, mostly with flashes. Daniel Finn actually says, "I feel bad, hoping that they struggle more than they are. So we'll see if <laughs> we'll see if the, if things change heading into these later boulders. By this time in the venue or, or in the city square there night has fallen. there's a strobe light. there are spotlights out on the wall illuminating the climbers. It all adds to this incredible atmosphere. Men's three is an overhang. there's some slopy enormous footholds and some cruxy geometric volumes up top. Finally, we start to see the the men's field spread out a little bit in the scores. Jan Hoyer still looking super strong. He flashes it to take the lead. Dmitry Sharifutinov tops it as well to stay closely behind Jan Hoyer, but nobody else can get a top or the bonus hold. So it's Jan Hoyer and Dmitry Sharifutinov really pulling away there. Women's 3 is an assorted mix of prism-shaped volumes. There's a Big dead point from this undercling position to get to the top hold. And we see a little bit of a switch here from the narrative of the previous boulders. Anastor ends up flashing this thing and Julie Verm ends up taking two attempts. So there's a little reversal there. But it's clear it's all coming down to this fourth and final boulder for the women. And it's just a a real nail-biter, frankly, between Julie Verm and Anastor. They're kind of locked into this into this back and forth clash. So men's four is a, it starts with a wide double Gaston to a pair of big yellow volcano volumes. And Jan Hoyer comes out first and he cruises up to the top of it. And with that rather suddenly and kind of abruptly, he locks in the gold medal even before anyone else climbs because he's just been so good on all the previous boulders as well. there is a little interesting aside here that Jan Hoyer at the top of this, at the top near those two yellow volcano volumes, that was a pretty famous photo by the IFSC photographer Eddie Falk. Eddie Falk ended up using it as the cover photo of his his magazine called The Circuit. So if you ever Google Jan Hoyer, you, you might see this really iconic image. But everybody else ends up topping this boulder as well, but like I said, Jan was just too good on everything up to this point. Women's Four is a leftward progression on a, another overhang, and it all comes down to that little joust between Julie Verm and Anna Store. Julie Verm comes out and she flashes this boulder to claim the gold medal. It's a huge moment. Anna Store comes out soon and flashes it as well, but she has a, an accumulation of two flashes throughout the round, and that is just not enough to overtake Julie Verm, who had three flashes. Most of the other women flash it too, but with that, we have our podium. The women's podium looks like this. Julie Verm wins the gold medal. She's victorious, and in doing so, she breaks Anna Stor's 2013 win streak. Anna Stor takes the silver medal and third place, the bronze medal goes to Akio Noguchi. That's the women's podium. The men's podium, Jan Hoyer. He led most of the way throughout the competition by a razor's edge at times, just attempts to bonus and stuff like that, but it ends up being enough. He takes the gold medal, silver medal goes to Dmitry Sharifutnov of Russia, and the bronze medal goes to Killian Fishuber, who actually flashed three of the four boulders, but on, on the Third boulder, he didn't end up getting a top or even the bonus, and that really ended up costing him when his scores were all added up. So, highlights first and, and foremost, the shock and awe of Julie Verm beating Anna Store. Now, to Anna's credit, she's very gracious and sporting in defeat, but as a thread of history, this event and this round in Innsbruck is unquestionably marked by the astonishment of Anastor losing after having strung together all those previous wins this season. Another highlight is the crowd. They bring the energy all night long, really from the very beginning. They're loud and they're really enthusiastic and they never let up. It makes such a massive difference in the big moments and the big moves just having that added gravitas of the the energy from the audience chris webb parsons on commentary actually says at one point i feel like the whole of innsbruck has come to watch this and that is so true even as big as the crowd is it seems much bigger in terms of the the sound and that's just a testament to the enthusiasm and the spirit that they brought from from the start of this thing lastly Melissa Leneve's fight to the top on the uh, upper section of that first women's boulder is just worthy of any highlight reel. If you can't rewatch the whole live stream, at least go rewatch that. It's right around the 48 minute mark on the live stream and it's just one of those tops that kind of sticks with you. It makes you feel great watching watching such tenacity on the boulder. That's going to do it for me. Thanks for tuning in. This event really shook things up for this season and it'll be fun to see how the rest of the season plays out. Catch you next time on Past Podiums. Real quick, before we get out of here, thanks again for listening. Also, thanks to Audio Coffee for doing the music. And if you want to go back and watch the round that we just talked about, you can find it on the International Federation of Sport Climbing YouTube channel. See you next time.